Hey friends, it's Jana and Ashley. Welcome back to season four of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, it's Ashley. Welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Today, I am joined by Victor from fandads.com and we're going to talk all things Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. This is your spoiler warning. If you have not seen the movie, bookmark this episode and come back later. Before we get started, if you're new here or haven't already, we'd love it if you subscribe and left us a rating wherever you're listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geekier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't need to be a girl to join, only a geek. Victor, hey, thank you so much for joining me to chat Guardians today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, This is going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. So please introduce yourself to our listeners. Let them know where they can find you. And then finally, we have to ask, we always ask, you got to tell us about your favorite fandom. And I know that can be like picking a favorite child, (laughs) but you can try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Victor Aragon. I'm here from Chicago. Uh, I am the co-creator of uh, Fandads.com. Uh, Fandads is myself and my friend Gil Noriega. Uh, we basically came up with uh, the concept of Fandads is that we worked at a calendar store together and a calendar store that opens in September. No one's buying calendars, so we had plenty of time just to, to you know, walk around and think of that, things to do. So um, we were both about to have kids. We both were into all the geeky stuff. And one morning he just texted me the word fan dads. And I asked him, what's this? And he's like, we should start like a website talking about being geeks and having children. And hence, 13 years later, here we are. We're still going strong. Um, you can find us anywhere at fan dads, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I think we still have a Pinterest page that we update every now and then. <laughs> I don't know how many people are still using that, but but yeah. And uh, as uh, as for favorite uh, um, fandom, um, it's 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 been Star Wars for me. Star Wars has been something that I've you know I've loved since I was little, since the first time I've seen you know A New Hope before it was called A New Hope. Um, and you know, ever since then, I've just been you know if if you could see what what's behind me, there's like all these like uh, I have two cases filled with Star Wars of stuff. So yeah, I mean it's it's been my favorite. Uh, even while everything that's been coming out, I feel like uh, every time I see something new, I, I feel like a little kid again. Even though, you know, some people hate what's coming out or you know have their thoughts of it, but I'm still happy that Star Wars is still around. I, I agree. I mean, it's a great time to be a geek. I think for all fandoms, I just wish everybody could be a little bit happier about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I can Don't see what's behind it. Victor, and he's got some <laughs> great collectibles, guys. You just. You would be jealous if you could see it. <laughs> they can imagine. <laughs> yes, imagine it. All right, so Guardians, I'm going to let you go first as the guest. What did you think overall about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? I I really, I don't want to say loved it because I feel like that's like too much, but I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I think the main thing that I loved about it or enjoyed about it was the cohesiveness of all the episodes or all the volumes. And I think that has to do with mainly because James Gunn was the only person that was touching these characters the entire time and writing for them. Uh, So he really knew what he wanted to do um, with the characters and where he wanted them to go. Uh, And I thought that was just, just brilliant in a way. I mean, kind of like how Marcus and McFeely did like Endgame and you know, all the Captain America movies and Endgame and Infinity War, they just kept it, like on, a, on the same level, like nothing really changed. 
Um, I think with this one, I mean, there was a lot of characters to kind of, you know, follow. Uh, and some of them I felt weren't used as well. Like Adam Warlock, I felt like they could have used him a little more, but I felt like he was more like just like the comedic element for the movie. But I, I really did enjoy how they tied up um, like Star-Lord's story, how everyone pretty much is going their own way. So who knows, we might see them again in different adventures. Uh, and then, you know, kind of like you said, spoiler warning, like the, the, the brand new team at the end, which was kind of great to see. And then seeing what they're going to do. And, and if, if we're going to follow them in new movies, or was it just like a one-off for now? And then we'll see what happens later on. But I thought the story was great. Um, yeah, and it, and it was just a lot of fun. I mean, I, I didn't expect to cry and laugh as much as I did. <laughs> Uh, but I, I did. I was. It was rude. The amount of feelings I had watching that movie. Yeah, like, I'm, I mean, not, I, I'm not here to cry. Thanks, James Gunn. Exactly. It's like one minute I'm crying, next minute I'm laughing, and I'm like, should I be laughing at this because it's sad? And then I'm crying again. It was like too many gut punches in this movie. Definitely. Who's your favorite Guardians character? It varied. I mean, I, I liked Star Lord from the first one because I just loved his cockiness and his attitude, and it just reminded me of like Han Solo and like Sawyer from Lost, you know. Um, but as as it kept progressing, I mean, I really like Mantis's character, um, and I, I think I like her a lot because it's she's just so innocent and like impure as opposed to the other ones who I feel like they've been just jaded by everything that's going on around them. And since she was just like on Eagle's Island or Eagle's Island, on the planet that whole time, she never really, you know, got to meet other people or, you know, or just, you know, interact. And then so just by her character alone, it, it just feels like an innocence that we kind of like need that we all would, would like strive for nowadays. And it's just fun seeing how she interacts and tries to, I guess, be cool with everyone. But it comes off kind of awkward, uh, especially like when she was trying to be mean in that scene with the, around the dinner table. And it was like. You know her face, like you're, you're. Are you being dead, or are you like you know? It was just, it was just hilarious just seeing her. It's yeah, Rocket. <clears throat> Rocket's always been my favorite. I think even from the very first one, because there's the scene in the first movie that he's like, they all stand up, and it's like like they, that great hero moment where they're all like, yeah, we're yeah. gonna fight the good fight or whatever, and he's just sitting there like. Oh. He's, yeah. he's like, fine, I'm standing up. We're all standing up like a bunch of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that that kind of tracks with my, that would have been me. Like, okay, fine, we'll yeah. do it. But I agree. I think Mantis and Drax both, like they weren't ever my favorite characters. But really since the holiday special where they really got a <laughs> chance to like be something other than taking up space. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And I love that he carried that dynamic over into this film. So yeah, I, I agree. They were, they were a good pair in the end when they had to separate and he's like, but I'll go with you because you know, you're weak and you need help. And she's like, that's the exact opposite of trying to find myself. I was like, Oh my God, the two of them together are great. I would love to see them eventually pair back up. Yes. Yes. Maybe another holiday special or something else on Disney plus with them. Uh, like uh, just like a couple one-offs would be great because yeah their, their dynamic was like that brother and sister um, dynamic which was a lot of fun to watch mm -hmm. I'm all for these special presentations if they want to do more of them like let's do more of them because werewolf by night I know it's off topic but that was really yeah. good I want more of that yeah, you know, yes kind yes of thing. Yes. it, it, it oh, kind yeah. of oh, I'm sorry 
no, 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 like, no go ahead. <laughs> no, it it kind of reminded me how like how Marvel used to do the one shots on like the Blu-rays. Right. And then I remember they just that. disappeared. And then now they have them on Disney Plus, but I wish they would do more like that. I recently learned that the ones with Thor, it was like, what was his name? He had to live with the guy on Earth. Oh, like the roommate? Yeah, the roommate ones. That guy is actually like the producer of Bluey, which blew my mind when I found out about that. I was oh, like, wow. Oh, Bluey. It's like Bluey's MCU canon, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, we get off on tangents. Jana's not here today, everyone. So it's it's weird because I'm on a tangent by myself, but I'm going to try to stay on task because <laughs> poor Victor's like, please stop jumping train tracks with your no, thoughts. It's, it's great. It's great. That's how my <laughs> mind goes. I'm, I, I'm thinking one thing and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait, maybe I should talk about this. But yeah. Right. I, it's very like Dory. I'd be like, oh, something shiny and I need to talk about it because I just thought about it. <laughs> so, all right. Guardians. All right. Cameos, callbacks, Easter eggs. What were some of your favorites? Maybe any, were there any that were unexpected or that you were like, oh man, that's the coolest thing ever? Um, I, I, you know what? I, I do enjoy seeing the, um, the Easter eggs post that you put up because uh, there's like a lot of things I read on there and I'm like, oh wait, I didn't even notice that. Um, so like finding out that, the, that Quill's bedroom was like the prison um, thing, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, one thing that I didn't expect or was kind of weird was after at the ending where we were looking through the credits, I saw Pete Davidson's name. And I'm like, where was he? Right. And then I'm thinking, you know, there was that table where they're all playing like the card game. I'm like, was he one of the characters there? And then later on I find out he was like that the little blob character that like Mantis opened the door and he was just like like he looked so weird. So actually he wasn't that one. I that's what oh. I thought he was at first. I had to go oh. back and edit that. So sorry. <laughs> He's actually one of the high evolutionary guards. He's one of the, he's the one that looks like a like a fish, I guess, like type head. It's was he like the pineapple very, one that they were making fun no, of? No, he wasn't the pineapple one. He was okay. very like alien looking, but he was with the two human like guards. And I think oh, it's okay. when Star-Lord's like, I'm your only way off of here or something like that. No, the blobby thing was actually voiced by James Gunn. Oh, okay. So I know I saw his name too, and I'm, same thing. I thought it was around the dinner table, or not the dinner. I table, thought it was the table. like the um, what are they called? The orgoscope like guards at first when I saw because I saw Pete Davidson's name, but didn't see when I first watched it where he was, and I was like, who? Where? Who was he? Like you? So I was like, maybe he was one of those guys, like the the you know the boss's nephew that Nathan Fillion's character was like. God, I hate this guy. <laughs> I was like, that kind of would have been perfect based on like how people treat Pete Davidson, but. <laughs> That would have been yeah. great. Um, yeah, no. So yeah, that's that's actually where he was. That was yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I got to look for that again. Uh, but no, I I did like the the card game. Like everyone that was there, there was the the um the there was it the dealer from the mm -hmm. first movie. Uh, Howard the Duck was there, and even like uh was it, it, it uh, Lloyd Kaufman from the trauma movies? He was one of the, uh, the characters yeah. there too. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny seeing all those there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's like so many things like hidden that just like you have to watch it a couple of times to really catch it. Yeah, definitely. I I loved well, I like I loved hated it, right? Because what happened with Teefs and Floor and Lila was devastating. But I love that they're actually well, Lila, of course, but the other three are based off of comic characters as well. But in like a they're you know they're changed for the MCU purposes and Flora is definitely more of a 
antagonist to Rocket in the comics than she was in the movie. So I, it was cute seeing those guys and then like also traumatic. I will yeah. not forgive Gunn for that trauma. I'm going to send him my therapy bill. That was sad. And I get there's like a all online debate, right? They're like, oh, it's just CG animals. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, they're, it's hot. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. It was sad. No, so I mean, like, like the, um, like the test footage that he keeps posting on his Instagram. Of yeah. Like the, the, I'm like, you can you can't tell that they're cg i mean they look so lifelike and it looks so perfect but yeah i mean at the screening we went to there was a little girl you know sitting a couple seats next to us and she was crying unfortunately because it was like really sad for her seeing that and then her mom had to like comfort her and let her know like you know they're not real it's just you know it's computer animated but like you you know it you can't differentiate oh i don't want to you know just because it's fake i'm not gonna you know you're still gonna care for it you know right. we're all empathetic people Exactly. I mean, I honestly, I think in my review, I said something because, you know, being a millennial and, you know, we had to watch commercials. I grew up with the Sarah McLaughlin, like ASPCA Humane Society, like arms of an angel, sad commercials. I was like, oh, my God. It was like James Gunn was like, hold my beer. I'm going to make it worse. (laughs) And I'm I'm honestly surprised that song didn't play somewhere in that scene. I'm like, he really could have just really dug it in more if he had gone with that song. He probably couldn't get the rights. Oh, um, yeah, there you go. That's that's probably what it was. He's like, oh, can't traumatize him like that. You know, it, it's funny because, uh, like, when those commercials come on and I hear her voice, like, now I'm at the point where, like, I'm, like, uh, like uh, no, or, yeah, it doesn't, like, affect me. But when I hear her voice in, like, Toy Story 2 with Jesse's song, then it's just, like, the waterworks just come in. <laughs> My my oldest was like, what are you talking about? And I showed her somebody on YouTube, of course, had the those commercials. So I showed it to her. And she was like, this is so sad. Why would you watch this? I'm like, because we couldn't skip commercials. That's why I watched it. Not by choice. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, there was a there's just so many cool things. I kind of going back to your Adam Warlock, I agree. They didn't really use him much, but I guess it's in order to give him the chance to grow in the MCU instead of being like a super powered character right from the start. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I could have taken Will Poulter seriously if he had come in as a serious character. He's still the eyebrow kid to me. <laughs> like, I just, I still, I, it's, I'm working, I'm working on it to get past it. But I don't think I would have, it wouldn't have been believable if he was like some serious tough guy. Right, right. Yeah, because I mean, he, he was, was it Vacation? No, he was in, I forgot what comedy movie he was with, uh, with Christina Applegate. But yeah, he, he was just like so goofy, I guess you could say, which would not, you know, sounding too mean. But yeah, seeing him and the makeup and flying, and I was just like, okay. But then like once he started talking, I was just like, all right okay <laughs> yeah do what you got to do and let's move to the next scene but then as he kept popping in it's like okay i like it now i i see what he's doing with him and i enjoyed it a lot especially how he ended up taking care of that animal oh yeah that was that was really cute he's like i'm gonna teach him not to do that <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> um the high evolutionary was oh my god like he's like one of the best villains i think we've ever had i hated him so much from like the second I saw his hand to just the end. Like that wasn't like, I've never, I don't think I hated Thanos that much. I was like, I hate you and you need to get yours. 
<laughs> yes, yes. I, I loved how he was like so like tender one second and then all of a sudden it was just like completely, you know, a-hole. You know, he was just... Mm-hmm. It, it, and I love that the character, I mean, or the actor just had that range of just, you know, you could, you could kind of understand what he's doing in one minute. And then all of a sudden he's completely like, you know, you hate, like you were saying, you hate him and you want to get it, him to get his comeuppance. And the way he did uh, with Rocket and the first time, like, I was just like, oh my God, are they, he's, I thought it would be like, you know, two seconds, but it was like a good, I don't know, maybe like 10, 15 seconds of him just attacking his face. Mm-hmm. without us seeing it and obviously you know like you know our imagination just goes to like a different you know place and just seeing him just keep hitting him and hitting him you're like what is happening and then finally when you see him towards the end you're like oh rocket is a uh, rocket's a little beast when he when he needs to be and we don't see that side that often that's true that's very true i yeah he just yeah, he did a phenomenal job. And during the press conference for the movie, he's so nice. And I love that some of the nicest people play like the worst human or beings in in franchises. It's it's always it's just it's always surprises me because you get it in your head that they're awful, that they have to be awful. <laughs> they're really yeah. not. Yeah, like I know. met Juan Carlo last year at our local DC Comic Con. Awesome con, and he was so nice and lovely. Like, and we were like, "Why do you play such mean people? You're so <laughs> nice. What are you going to be a good guy?" So, yeah, like you're you're ready just to go up to them and yell at them how much you hate them, and they're like, "Yeah, like why are you so you mean?" <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Games Gun released that picture of him with the dog, and he's like, he really loves animals, and I'm like, like okay, good to like reconcile that. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah. it, kind of, it kind of made me laugh how um how star lord called him uh robocop oh and skeletor and then, i died yeah <laughs> but then i'm like wait did, was robocop out when when james gunn was still on earth you know it was like you know of course you start like thinking too deep into it it was like oh, just mm-hmm. i just let it be well he kept saying face off and i love that movie it's so weird but i like it and i was like but that didn't come out in the 80s and so I was like, I guess that's not a reference to the movie Face Off because there's no way Star Lord right. would have seen it. But I like the fact that he kept saying it. I immediately was like, Oh, Face Off, of course. And I'm like, No, wait. Yeah. But yeah, so I was doing like the mental like, when did He Man come out and when did RoboCop come out? Like, are those accurate little insults he's throwing? And but they are. So mm-hmm. James Gunn knew what he's talking about. Yes. <laughs> I was also surprised and excited to see Michael Rooker's cameo as Yondu yeah, at the end. That that was like one of those like one of those gut punches too. Like you didn't expect to see him. He just just him standing there, you know, and just not mm-hmm. even doing much. You're just like, oh man, why, why now? <laughs> but I think I think uh, Craig Craig um, needed to see him so he could you know get his confidence up and do what he had to do with the with the arrow. But yeah, just seeing him again was great. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, and yeah, you're right. It was emotional. It was like he had like one line. And he's always, that's what I love about that character too, is that his emotional lines are delivered in a very like gruff manner. It's not yeah. super <laughs> sappy, but it but it's like emotional. It's like, uh, I don't know if you're caught up on, or if you watched Ted Lasso, but like the episode they released yesterday 
Roy Kent has one of those moments and he's like the same kind of character. It's like when he's delivering something that's very emotionally impactful, he's delivering it in such a like almost an aggressive way. Yeah, yeah. It's so contrasting, but you're just like, ah, oh, I love it. <laughs> like, yes, it hit yeah. me right here. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was funny because yesterday I was thinking of the um, the line when he's like, you know, he, he might have been your father, but he wasn't your dad. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's like so many ways you could say that, but he was just like kind of like, yeah, you said like all like like macho-ish, you know, yeah. not your father, but your your dad. <laughs> and he just says it like very matter of fact, like yeah, not yeah. like let me hug you while I say this. He's just like, no, listen up, this is what I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> yeah, are you okay. comfor- comforting me with these words or yelling at me with these words? I don't know. <laughs> right, mixed emotions, and like obviously, Guardians always started out as kind of like a space opera. Anyway, so I feel like that came full circle in this with not only the high evolutionary talking about space opera and listening to, you know, classical music, but there was a lot of imagery from stuff like Star Wars and um, Space Odyssey in this film, which was another little fun, like, Easter eggs, the whole Abelisk moment. I was like, oh, it's like the Rancor pit under Java's palace. This is great. (laughs) Mantis doing her, like, using the force. Like, not really, but, you know, bonding with the animal via her, you know, power. So. Yeah. Yeah, The, 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 um, the, the, um, sets in the movie were amazing. I mean, there was just a lot of, like, moments that I would love to, like, either have a poster of it or, like, you know, like a print somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the image of them jumping into the, uh, into space onto the, the, like, I can't even think of the word right now, but just that itself looked pretty cool um even inside when they're in the in the right room and they're all fighting and the, with the music playing and then just like the people floating in the space i mean it everything in that movie even like the high revolutionaries like his simplistic i guess throne room just looked really cool because everything was just like cubes on top of each other and like his throne mm-hmm. which is kind of weird uh but yeah there's a lot of great 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 elements in it just to like sit there and just watch it like even if it was silent like a silent movie i would just been like <laughs> yeah I agree. Although I'll, I'll say the orgoscope like set made me not want to eat meat for a while. It was just like <laughs> too. <laughs> just, I don't know what it was, but I was watching it going, no, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want it. when I get when he's cutting into it and the yeah. piece like floats. I was like, <laughs> gross. <laughs> it was gross. Yeah, I, I'm just glad that there wasn't like when they were walking at it. I don't think I heard like any like squishing sound because that would have even made it like even more worse to watch. <laughs> exactly all right what was your do you, if you can pick a favorite what was your favorite scene or moment or anything i think it would have to be uh when rocket said his full name because oh. like throughout throughout the series like you know he's always denying what he is or you know that's not what i am or why are you calling me that or um and then when he finally sees like the tag like the you know the the, the latin name and then like what the, the the species is and then he's like okay so that's what i really am and then when the uh, high evolutionary calls him by his number and he just says like no my name is rocket rocket raccoon i was just like that's when tears again tears and then everyone was clapping in the theater which was awesome uh, but then also um it's that but then right now i just found out like the whole thing with Groot about like oh how, yeah about the, i love you guys yeah yeah i thought that was just like I, I kind of like when we watched it and when he said that and everybody clapped, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. 
And then it didn't like hit me till later on. I'm like, wait, was it? And then like I saw the the article, and I was like, holy, you know that? Okay, that's awesome. You know that we're able to understand them. But now I'm I'm also curious, like in the next ones, if whatever they do come out with, are we going to still be able to understand them, or is he just going to go back to the I am group thing? Good question. I wonder if it's going to be like a gradual thing, where where we slowly hear different words from him. But I also mm. feel like it's weird to hear him say something other than I am yeah. Groot. <laughs> so don't know how I feel about talking Vin Diesel. <laughs> talking tree Vin Diesel. Especially right, if he right. says the word family. I'm going to be like, oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> that and then uh, or, or just hear him and like, it's pretty much his voice is this, like it's Iron Giant or Groot. It's like you close your eyes, it's the same thing. That's true. <laughs> Back when I first heard Greta, I was like, oh, it's like the Iron Giant. So spot on. My <laughs> favorite scene is definitely less like sentimental. I loved the No Sleep Till Brooklyn fight scene. I love yes. that song anyway. I'm a Beastie Boys fan. So that's probably my favorite usage of it, too. Mm -hmm. I hated it in Super Mario Brothers because I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but um this i was like heck yeah now when i listened to it i like added it to my run playlist because then i'm all like oh yeah like it's you hyped up to like fight yeah you know the treadmill yeah, that, but also creatures in space yeah that that scene was just a, the, the way it was filmed um yeah that was i think one of my favorite scenes too usually for like our like my family like whenever we leave a movie when we when we're in the car like we go around and say what our favorite scenes are uh and i think that was the one that i said because yeah, just as soon as the song started, and then just seeing like how the camera just like weaved in and out for each of them and giving them all their little moments, and mm -hmm. that was pretty awesome to see. And I think I like that would how... be, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I think no, that would ahead. be, I think that would be one of those moments that like I, I once like it comes out like on DVD, I'll like, just keep watching over and over. I liked how the camera kept switching because it was almost like a first-person shooter when it was grouped. And then it would pan back out to like a wide shot and then it would zoom back in and kind of sweep with it. And I was just like, oh, this is great. And I love that, you know, Rocket climbed on Groot like he did in the first movie. Mm -hmm. And then just that kind of like that classic superhero spin. We get it in like the Avengers movies where they're all in a circle and the camera yeah. pans around them. And I'm like, ah, oh, yes, it's going to be up there with one of my favorite fight scenes. Probably still won't top the elevator in the Winter Soldier because I just love watching Cap take out a whole group of people. Yes. <laughs> just you know handcuffed half the time but no it's it's definitely up there we do that too though we get out of the movie we're like oh what was your favorite scene with the kids so yeah yeah while, while it's still fresh in everyone's head yes although my youngest will usually be like oh no i liked everything <laughs> i'm like all right fair um sorry i thought i, I, thought I felt the seas coming <laughs> No worries. I'm like, my throat keeps, I keep like clearing my throat quietly. Anyways. All right. So before we let you go, let's talk about how it ended. And we'll talk first about the fact that there's a new Guardians team. And this has always been Rocket's story. So now Rocket is now the leader of the Guardians, which I love because as I said, Rocket's my favorite character. Um, Sorry, Zoom's like popping up <laughs> and like trying to like tell me something like, okay, <laughs> rude. Anyways, so I love that. And that Phyla is now part of the team, 
with them. I'm all for the yes. Young Avengers. So what do you think about this new team up? Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. Um, who knows? Like, obviously, because I know he's James Gunn is like busy right now with everything DC. So who knows if he's going to write a new story or if it if it's just going to end like that. Hopefully it doesn't. But hopefully, like, you know, in a couple more years, we'll see something with them. Because, uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to do or, or what adventures they're going to get. And then also, like, how... And it's it's kind of cool, cool, because this is, in a way, like a standalone, because it doesn't tie into anything else Marvel, like, especially with the next phase. It, usually it always ends with, like, something, you know, with the next character, with the next movie. And it was just that ending and then, like, the Star-Lord ending. So, well, I mean, I'm curious to see how they're going to do it or what they're going to do with this or if that's the, that's it with Guardians and no more Guardians and MCU. Who knows? Yeah, I'm curious, too. I wonder if they end up making, due to things happening, the high evolutionary a Kang variant, then it very well ties into everything else. But we don't mm-hmm. know if that's going to happen. That's just kind of been a fan thing thrown out recently, although I don't hate it. So like I said... I will butcher his name, so I'm not going to say it. But the <laughs> actor who plays the High Evolutionary was phenomenal. And if we need a new Kang for whatever reason, I think he'd be a great pick. Because mm-hmm. yes. he definitely has the range to make you love him and make you hate him all within a matter of like five seconds. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I I'm, I hope we see more. I don't want to say goodbye to Rocket or Group. For Cosmo, Craglin, he just got the arrow thing down. Like, I feel like hopefully we'll see these guys and girls and animals soon. And then, of course, there was a second post credit scene, which if Jana was here, she would tell you that she hated the fact that they revealed Star-Lord's coming back. She hates tidy endings. She uh, felt the whole movie was a tidy ending. And she was like, you know, there was no death. So there was no stakes, really. And right. that's. Um, we were just ready to say goodbye to Star-Lord, I think, because he's he's not one of our favorites. But <laughs> <laughs> I did like that they called back to Kevin Bacon's abduction in the Hollywood's holiday special <laughs> on the newspaper. Um, but yeah, so it said the legendary Star-Lord will return. Now, that's a comic run. Like where, you know, because Spider-Man, kind of like Spider-Man gets like, there's the amazing Spider-Man and uh, I'm blanking on the other ones, but there's different. Spectacular and web yeah. and. There you go. There's, non- there's all. Yeah. Yeah. They, they get these like random adjectives added to their names when different authors take over. So the legendary Star-Lord is in fact a comic run of Star-Lord. So I feel like the wording was specific to that. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's more story to be told there. You have you like Star Lord, so I bet you're you were happy that he's that he's confirmed to at least be coming back. I'm just curious to see what they're gonna do with him. I mean, because it seems like he is at peace with you know going back to Earth and like maybe just living a regular life and you know not um, dealing with Gamora anymore or just with that whole dynamic of is she gonna be with me or not. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. It's one of those things too, like, you know, there's after a point, you're like, okay, I've had enough of this character. And I think we've we've had a good amount of him. I, I pretty much thought he was going to pass away in the movie at, at one point, but he was saved by Adam Warlock with the, the um, that callback to the um, the Da Vinci painting. Was it Da Vinci? Michelangelo. Um, Michelangelo. 
Um, but yeah, it, so we'll see what happens with him. But I thought it was kind of, you know, if he, if it's just like, you know, a, like a one-off, again, with the one-offs, you know, it, it, we don't really need that much for some of these characters, but if they can just do like, you know, like a, maybe like a, like a five episode, you know, show on him, just him at home, you know, we'll see what happens. But that'll be interesting. That's fair. I was just a little surprised that they went with he would return and not the Guardians will return. So we got this whole right. new team up now that Gunn picked. He he said in a tweet, I believe, or it was an interview. It was him that said it, though. He said, I picked who would be the new Guardians team. So for me, I'm like, well, that should be the focus then, right? Not Star-Lord, who's probably, I would assume now, going to then find himself teaming up with some of our Avengers on Earth. Since he's hanging out on Earth now. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the logical the next step. Pathway. Yeah, next step. There you go. I was like, what's the <laughs> next step to that? But yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll find out eventually. Yeah. Like, like I said, just since his gun is busy right now with DC, um, who knows when he's gonna have time to do something Marvel related, or unless he has it all, you know, written down somewhere and just like We'll pass it on to the next person to work on. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. Well, unless there's anything else you want to add, we can say goodbye to everyone. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a great movie, and I think everyone should watch it. Maybe all three of them again, just to you know relive some of those moments. Uh, and thank you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for having me on. This is fun. Thanks, Victor, again, for joining us. You all can find Victor and his partner right Gil yeah. is that what you I was like yeah. I, don't have to write. I was gonna say co-host but I was like no they don't do a podcast my brain is not no, we, we had a, a short um <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, it has been um we had a, a podcast for like four episodes and it's one of those things like we always say we're gonna get back to and we just haven't um uh, yeah, no. yeah. I can hear you yeah, Gil's like yeah. <laughs> he uh, Gil's like pretty much behind the scenes uh, so I've kind of become the face of the of the fan dad. So if you see anything, it's you know maybe he'll be like in the background of the picture, but it's usually me in the foreground. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, find Victor and Gill's work on fandads.com and at fandads all over the internet. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. As always, if you want to chat anything geeky with us, tag us on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine and at that Ashley Aaron. Until next time, geeks. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for more geeky goodness.